The following audio drama is rated NC-17, for no can do if you're 17, 18, or even 21 in some states or younger. In other words, the producers of this show didn't want to be burdened with things like morality or clothes. Last time on Gaia's Voyages. Desdemona and Casanova go down to a volcanic planet to rescue some local wildlife that were in trouble. Well, isn't Farlax 2 a delightful place? I haven't been this warm since before I joined the Confederation. Perhaps we should build a summer home here when we have our children. That won't be happening because we will never have children. Soon afterwards, strange things are happening on the ship. The crew experience excessive feelings of lust and rage. You are not fit to speak her name, touch her hair on her head, or even gaze in her direction. She's my wife, and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, you are both so immature. I've had more physically to do with her than either of you have. What? That didn't come out the way I meant it. What is going on here? Is the crew going mad? Will things turn into a huge brawl or an orgy? Listen in and find out. I should have never left you. <clears throat> I should have never left you for Charlene. But all I can say is that she wasn't you, and I didn't realize what a wonderful thing I had until it was gone. Oh, oh to hell with it! Oh God. <sighs> and now. The adventure continues. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. Gaia also has a hidden mission, known to only a select few. Society needs those who are willing to use whatever methods are necessary to eliminate threats to the Confederation that are so evil and dangerous they cannot be stopped in any other fashion. We are those who face the monsters who go bump in the night. You do not want to know what we do or how we do it. <laughs> you simply want the monster under the bed to disappear. We are the ones who make that happen. Who are we? Well, if I told you, I just might have to kill you. Everything has a price, you know. We are Black Operations. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 12. A Fine Line Between Lovey Wovey and Hady Waity, Part 2. Oh, God. Oh. 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 
And Elizabeth, Elizabeth, what are you doing to me? Oh. Oh. All right, Mycroft, you're, you're the responsible. Oh. The responsible one. And you have to hold it together till she gets back. So, oh. get down, you. Oh. 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 Elizabeth, I did not need to feel that. Oh, that's just wrong. Oh, oh, oh. oh when I get my hands on you, one. Hold it together, man. But, oh, oh, I don't even have the body parts for that. Oh. Oh. You can do this. Oh, God, you can't do this. Oh. Come on, Lieutenant. You'll see him again. Kiss me. console you, my petite. Let me stroke your feathers and soothe your worries away in my warm embrace. Listen, you horn dog. I am a married bird. Oh, ho, ho, ho. he need never know what occurs in the heat of our passions. You stay away from me. I've got a beak and I know how to use it. I can crack your nuts. 
Oh, come to me and let me show you the depths of my amour. Oh, help, 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 help! I'm being chased by a lust crazed Frenchman who wants to make me his wench! Borask! Help! Hello? Captain Lizzie? Commander Becky? Miss Virtue? Miss Bird Lady? Mr. Stone Man? Anybody? Nobody's here, mistress. I wonder where everybody went. Gaia, where is everyone? They are not currently on the bridge. We can see that, but where's the captain and Commander Beckert? Uh, you're not really cleared for that information. They are busy. But we have important stuff to tell them. You'll just have to wait till they get back. Well, who's in charge then? Since you're the only one on the bridge, I guess that makes you in charge. <clears throat> Ooh, that means you can sit in the cushion chair. Happy dance. Happy dance. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Happy dance. Stop bouncing on that cushion chair. I'm going to fall off. I'm going to be Captain Lizzie. You be Commander Becky. And you sit in his chair. Okay? Uh, hello? What in the blazes is going on up there? Are you all complete idiots? I had fights breaking out, and I just chased away a pair of over-amorous biological organisms. I found hormones at far past the breaking point. The crew is going insane! Uh oh That sounds bad! Who is that? It is Captain Nanati and Commander Emzo. Oh, by all the bolts and nuts of the great mechanoid creator above! What are you two doing up there? You know it's restricted. Where's the captain? I don't know. What about Commander Becker? He's not here either. What about Lieutenant Anjou? Mr. Anjou is not here. Lieutenant McCall? Mir! Please tell me Lieutenant Borask is there. Mr. Stoneman has hit a wall. You mean gone a wall? Yeah, that. Oh, uh, this is worse than I thought. Listen, you two. Oh, someone's calling that I answer. Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Uh, who are you? I'm Jackson Lizzie, and this is Commander Becky. <laughs> Hi! You do not look like Captain Monroe. Well, I'm really naughty, but I thought he was here, and I had something really important to say, and the cushion chair always needs to be filled. So I get to sit here, and Emma's got to sit in Commander Beckley's chair. That means I'm in charge, and that makes me captain. Nobody was there? What about Captain Monroe? Mm, not here. Commander Beckett? Hope to see him back ASAP! Lieutenant Anjou. I hope he gets back, because we're supposed to have a tea party. Lieutenant McCall. I hope she doesn't R.I.P. because she promised to let me ride on her when she flies. Uh, why not by ask? I don't see any big holes in the floor, so I suppose he's okay, but he's not here. So, uh, they all left the bridge and the child is in command of the zoo ship. Yep, isn't it great? When I get my hands on them, they will be busted down to my dream duty. Yeah, yeah, do that later. I got something really important to say, and I was going to tell it to Captain Lizzie. He and Commander Becky, but they're not here, so I'm going to tell you. What is it? Well, it's like this.
Oh, yes. That was better than I thought it would be. Then I haven't a loss to my touch. We really should get back to the ship. Why in such a hurry, my love? Now that you had admitted you love me, our life with the baby can truly start. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I never said I loved you. And there is no baby. What are you talking about? You said... The council. I said I forgave you, not that I loved you. And I already told you I will not be having your baby. But, but, but... You really think this changes anything? <laughs> you still married me without my consent. This was a mutual exchange of pleasure. Nothing more. You can't mean that. Oh, but I do. I never thought to see the day when I would call you a coward. You only ever give your love to mortals. People who won't be there forever. People you know will die and are expendable. Therefore, you never give your whole heart and never risk all to gain everything. How dare you? I loved all my husbands and wives. Every single one of them. And I mourned each when they died. You just love women and leave them. What would you know about commitment? I've loved you for eons, and you have always scorned me and turned me aside. No pain can compare to that of loving someone and knowing they will never love you back. So you loved every other woman you came across? Perhaps. But they were not you, and it was the only way to dull the pain. If only for a little while. I don't have time for this. The ship is in chaos and my duty is there. I will not feel sorry for you. I will not! You can run for now, Desdemona. But you cannot run from your feelings forever. And that's what happened to Amazon after... Where you drank all that cooking wine and stuff, and you got sick all over the place, threw up. You threw up all over the place and you got stinky, we had to wash them in the potty as a punishment. Mistress! You really don't need to be talking about that! Natty, what are you doing sitting in the... I can remember, Becky. I came up here, I just tell how Captain Lizzie, he is something very important. But Captain Lizzie wasn't here, and you weren't here, and all the little lady wasn't here. Nobody was here. And nobody was sitting in the cushy chair, and I know that somebody always has to sit in the cushy chair, so I sat in the cushy chair, and that makes me captain. And Amazon got to sit in your chair. Just keeping it warm for you, Commander. Yeah, and Mr. Z called, called and he got all grumpy when I told him that I'm in captain. And then me and Amazon got started talking. And since I can talk to the lovey-loveys, these hady-waities, these goody-goodies, that means that I'm an ambassador as well as a captain, but I would really like to be a princess. Can I be a princess, please? Rudscott? Who? Oh, no. Commander, nice to see you finally decided to return to the bridge. Oh, my... Lord. You... 
What have you been saying to her? I would watch your tone, Commander, and remember what you were told the last time we met. The Vine Knight has checkmated the Queen, Commander. On to E4. On to E5. Knight to F3. Knight to C6. Bishop to C4. Bishop to C5. What was that? Were you just singing, Natty? What was what, Commander Becky? Nothing, Natty. This charming child has just been telling me all sorts of stories, including one involving her parentage. Be sure to bring her along with you in your next visit. That would be up to her parents, sir. I am sure that you and the Capitan can and will arrange something. For now, I want to know why the village of the ship was left empty long enough for this child to take command and chatter at me for a good half hour. She says she has something important to tell you. I suggest you listen and have a complete satisfactory explanation for me. Unless the captain wishes to lose her command? If that happens, then neither you nor she will be of any further use. I trust I make myself clear. Perfectly, sir. Good. I will call you back in half an hour. Be ready. Yeah, we know all about your parentage, you son of a bitch. Never mind that now. What was so important that you came into the bridge? It's the lovey-wovey shady-bitties and goosey-tees. The what? The what and the what? Lovey-wovey shady-bitties and goosey-goodies. I'll show you. The lights off? Do you really think that's going to help you hide from me, Hadricus? I am light incarnate. Ba, ba, da, da. Come now, come now. Have you forgotten the dance already? Has the captain made you so soft that you've forgotten how to kill? <laughs> Let me remind you. One, two... Three. The time has come, Augustine. You really didn't think that little blade would stop me, did you? You couldn't beat me if you were fully corporeal. You wouldn't stand a chance. (laughs) You think so? Let's dance, Hadricus, darling. Thylora aren't supposed to imitate Venjari so well. I'm not imitating a Venjari, Hadricus. At the moment, I am Venjari, claws and all. I even bleed. One of the little things I picked up from our time together. Then you'll bleed for me. Oh, you think you're going to get me like that, Hatricus? You're going to be, have to be faster than that. Oh, it feels so good. And tastes so... smoky. No wonder Venjari enjoy the kill so much. You disgust me. <laughs> You, Thylora, always condemning us for what we must do to survive. So high and noble, 
Well, now, <laughs> you're no better than I am. <laughs> Try living as a Vinjari, and see how noble you are at the end. With you to feed on? I just might. You've got to catch me first. Commander, do you have an answer for me? Yes, sir. The small biological organisms seem to be a race of sentient people instead of mere animals, like we thought. Their language operates at a more psychic level. Psychic? Then why does the captain not pick up on it? They use a psychic wavelength more akin to that of animals than people, Admiral. That's why young Natty here was able to understand and communicate with them. She can communicate psychically with animals. All the more reason to bring her in for training and testing. They seem to be able to project different emotions as a defense mechanism. The blue biologicals... Lovey Wubbies, come here, Becky. Uh, the lovey Wubbies project in near mindless lust. The red, but... Hey, ladies! Do I have to, Natty? What do they call themselves? Don't be rude. Oh, very well. The hatey weighties project hate and anger, and the per... Goody goodies! The... The lovey Wubbies and... The hatey weighties have been projecting near-mindless lust and hate specifically targeted at Captain Monroe, Lieutenant Commander Zanfaxis, and myself, since we are the most important people on the ship. Anyone between us and them got hit too just by being in the way. Are you saying the entire bridge crew left the bridge up man because they were incredibly horny and had to get laid? Not but too fine a point on it, Admiral, but yes. Captain Monroe was hit worse than anyone else because of her psychic abilities. Her shields were crashed by the attacks and she was left defenseless, and as well was picking up on the emotions of those around her, multiplying the effects several orders of magnitude. So, she could not control herself. She made it off the bridge. I lasted somewhat longer, but eventually Eve and I fell and had to take care of the situation. I left Lieutenant Anjou in charge, but he must have left along with Lieutenant McCall shortly afterwards. Lieutenant Barask was already out at the bridge trying to deal with the chaos on the ship. Is the situation in hand, Commander? We are working on it, sir. Natty is trying to convince them to cease their emanations. I am in full control of myself and I expect the captain to surface soon. See to it that this matter is cleared up and tells the captain I want a full report, Commander. Yes, sir. First blood's yours, my friend. But second blood will be mine! You have gotten better, Hadricus, since we last fought side by side. You were not always this ruthless. Being betrayed does tend to take the mercy out of a man, Augustine. I did not betray you, Hadricus. I wasn't even on Earth at the time. I saw you. I saw you go to that general's tent. You told him exactly where to find me and our entire battle plan. I was not on the planet, you idiot! They found out you were Vinjari and I was ordered back to Earth to execute you! I know you were the one who betrayed us. The general described you down to the last detail. And I saw you, you saw me. And you let me go 
despite it all. Now I shall not return the favor. You will die here. What a way for best friends to come to an end. But if you insist, darling... You might be able to assume a Venjari body, but I have far more experience fighting as one Augustine. I've waited to taste you for millennia. You bastard! Taste this! Ah! I knew you'd cheat. Augustine, when it came down to the point. I cared for no one more than I cared for you. Not my people, not anyone. And you betrayed me and them all. We trusted you. Ah! You were our general and the man I would follow into death and beyond. And you betrayed them to be slaughtered. Now I will do what I should have done for Lydia ago! Radiation levels are spiking into dangerous levels! Shut the hell up, you oversized tin can! Commander, you must stop! You're endangering the ship! This goes beyond the ship! This is revenge! a decade coming, both the apology and afterwards. I really am sorry, Lizabelle. About everything. Will you take me back? <sighs> it's, it's not as simple as all that. I'm not the person I once was, Gabe. This was wonderful. And for what it's worth, I forgive you. Charlene wasn't your fault, but I'm... I've done things. Damn it all. Elizabeth, I I already know. You're Black Ops. You know? How? I'm Intel, and I saw you fight. I saw how easily and how well you killed. You could have killed me without regret if I'd pushed you further. I would have regretted it afterwards, Gabe. Mike was right about that. I'm glad to know that. But you don't work for us. I checked up on you. We at Intel have our ways. I suspected what you were, and it wasn't too hard to put together the pieces. You know. And now I know that you know. Do you have any idea how dangerous that is? 
If my superiors find out that you, a member of Intel, know what I am, I'll be ordered to kill you. I know, but it gets worse. How could it be worse, Gabriel? Oh, do I even want to know the answer to that question? I tried to keep my search quiet, Elizabeth. You must believe me, but my superiors put the pieces together. They ordered me to spy on you and to report back to them everything. They want me to blatantly use my connection to you to get information from you to use against Black Ops. They want to bring you down and Black Ops with you. You were going to betray me again, Gabriel. No! I came to you instead because... Because I still love you. I always have. I betrayed you once and I won't do it again. I'm changing sides, Elizabeth. I'm joining you. If that means my death, then so be it. But they don't know I've switched sides. I'll report back to them whatever you want me to. You can ask most anything of me except to leave you again. Gabriel, I... Uh, I never stopped loving you either. I joined them because... Because I couldn't live without you. I figured I wouldn't last long, and... Well... At least I'd do some good and take the bad guys down with me. If you can't have a life of love, then a life of death is better than nothing. Or so I thought. Worst mistake I ever made in my life, and I've made some doozies. Isabel, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. As good as it is to hear you say that and to have you here again, it wasn't your fault, Gabriel. They paid Charlene to take you away. They were targeting both Mike and I as possible recruits. If they hadn't gotten me, they would have gone for him. And I don't know that he would have survived it. Commander Stick in the Butt is a black ops agent? I really can't see it, but then I couldn't have imagined you as one either. So what are we going to do, Captain? I won't be telling my superiors about what you just told me. They'll know your intel, but not that you know what I am. They'd kill you and probably hunt down your superiors and eliminate them all in any records. Leave no witnesses. We'll figure out what to tell your superiors later. But as far as the public knows, I am simply Captain Elizabeth Monroe. Don't tell me anything else. The less I know, the better. I just wanted you to know the truth and... that I love you. I love you, too. I never stopped. <laughs> Even when I hated your guts. Well, that's good to know. Captain! <laughs> Captain! Uh, yes, Gaia? Desdemona is going nuclear in the training room and is turning Amarok into a crispy critter with lightning and radiation bursts! She's lost her marbles and they're rolling all over the place! What?! Put up an emergency force field around her right now! Call Peraski and get a security team down there! Inform Mike and tell Casanova his wife's about to destroy the ship! I'm on my way! Loving my reason, the Hades ladies are fighting because they really don't like one another. The Hades have have been trying to make them kiss and make up, but it has not worked. And the group of the really bad 
has hidden meanings made something really bad that I really don't understand. They put it in the lava and it went into the blue stuff. That's how the lovey loveys eat and they're dying. Translation, Commander. It seems a rogue group of hatey weighty terrorists has poisoned the lava which their food animal, the demon frogs, as Lieutenant Commander Xanthanxis calls them, swim in. They excrete the droppings which are these people's primary food source and they are becoming ill. Is that right, Natty? I don't understand what he said, but I guess so. What happened next, Natty? Something went really wrong and now the hatey weighties and the goody weighties are dying too. And they need help, but... Hat Mama Girl Lady and Daddy Cassie captured them and they got really scared and the only way that they know how to stop big people is to make kissy faces, feelings, and and mean faces and meanie feelings. They asked me who was in charge and I told them that Mama Girl Lady and also Captain Lizzie and you were in charge and they started making the feelings and and I thought that maybe you could make them feel better and send them home. Um, uh, the disease went wrong and is affecting the goody-goodies and haiti-waities as well, so all three groups are dying off. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Xanthaxis and Casanova went down and captured a healthy breeding population thinking they were animals. The lovey wovies, hatey waities, and goody goodies saw this as an attack and reacted with their only weapon. Feelings of lust and hate targeted specifically at those in charge Captain Monroe, Lieutenant Commander Xanthaxis, and myself. They discovered who was in charge from Natty here, who told them we were in a misguided effort to be polite. She wants us to cure the disease affecting the population and return them to the planet below. So, these uh, little creatures. Lovey wovies, hatey waities, and goody goodies. Yeah, they, they have brought the zoo ship to her knees with uncontrollable lust and hate. Do I have that correct? Yes, sir. Then I suggest you find the captain, persuade these creatures to cease their attacks, cure this disease, and get them off the ship before you have an uncontrollable crime rate, and Medbay has more babies than Dr. Andomo knows what to do with, Commander. And tells the captains that her shield spoiling is no excuse. When I see her next... The captain wants you to report to the training room immediately. Lieutenant Commander Zendaxis has fallen off the rocker and is turning our rocket to a country like a bug running into one of those bug zapper things I read about in the library. The radiation level is extremely dangerous. I tried putting up force fields to contain her, but she's destroyed the Hitlers. Casanova's on his way, as is the captain and Lieutenant Boras with the security team. Shit. She's going after an insane Thylora again. She just healed from the last time, damn it. Commander Baxi, you just said two really bad words. You're gonna get your mouth washed out with soap and throw some really bad words. Amarok is in danger. I do not need to tell you, Commanders, that he is essential to advance and must be as well. You can stuff your stupid, bureaucratic, arse-licking plan up your goddamn stupid ass, Admiral. That's my captain going off to get herself fried yet again. Damn her. Commander, I am your superior officer and... And you can stuff your rank in your entire operation, Admiral. I've got to go and clean up your mess. Good day, sir. Mama Glow Lady is hurting Big Brother Amrock. Mama Glow Lady is probably very, very mad. 
tell your friends to please stop sending out any sort of mean or kissy face feelings right now before Mama Glow Lady does something to get herself in big trouble. You stay here and call me if anything happens. Yes, Commander Bucky. We'll stay right here where it's safe. Desdemona, stop this. That's an order. And so did the poet, Mikey Pooh. He's a betrayer. <laughs> Get out of the way, Mikey. I have a boat to fry. Standing in front of him won't stop me. I won't let you hurt him further, Desdemona. I might not like him. I hate him, actually. But he is a member of this crew and I cannot let you continue. It will be murder. Uh. <laughs> Perfect timing. Uh. 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 to do that for a very long time. I needed a little pick-me-up, and you offered yourself up for my welfare so willingly, giving me the perfect excuse. Uh, I should know you stab your claws into my back the first chance you got, assassin. Uh. You have been asking for it. At least I didn't kill you. Your claws in his throat won't save you, Atricus. Desdemona, stop it! And here comes Captain Lizzie to the party. Have a cup of tea. <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zanthaxis, I am giving you a direct order to stop this right now, or you will pay the consequences. It won't work, Captain. She's lost it. We saw Laurel rarely lose our temper completely, but when we do, then anyone in the way had better watch out. Ah, uh, yes. I forgot she was still pissed at me. She's your wife! Get her off my ship before she destroys it! Darling, you might want to stop and calm down. Take a deep breath. She's by Laura. She doesn't breathe. You are so good at stating the obvious commander. Did they teach you that at Space Fleet? Nah. I bet it's a natural talent. My 
by the stones. Lieutenant Commander, stop this. Has everyone on the ship gone completely insane today but me? Lieutenant, can you stun her? We don't have anything that would work on a Phylora. Shit! Gaia, begin separation of the modules and a complete evacuation of the Manta. Hurry! Make sure they get a safe distance in case we can't stop her! Get into her, Captain. She won't stop until Amarok is dead. I can't do that, Casanova. Armorak is a member of my crew, and I swore an oath to protect him. And I'll try and buy you some time. Come now, my little protostar. You are angry at me. These people are your friends. Don't let it get out of control. We must calm this down now before it gets too crazy. You think you are so good, Almarok? Then why is your Mordecai's bitch? Letting him fuck you from behind every chance he got! I'm Mordecai! Oh, you fawn Elizabeth Stint! Like the Oliver Twist saying, please, sir, I want some more! Never leaving you again. All hands to the modules. Abandon ship. I repeat, abandon ship. Module separation commencing. We'll kill you, Adricus. Even if I have to take out all the bridge. Dalmatic. Kissy face feelings. Now, what the hell is that about? I don't know, but I'm willing to try anything. Nanny, you need to listen to me right now. It's very important. Captain Lindsay? Commander Becky says we need a lot of kissy face feelings right now. Right. He told me to tell both the lovely lovies and Hazy ladies and Hazy ladies not to send out any more kissy face feelings or mean feelings. Just do it, Nanny. Please. All the kissy face feelings they can send. Right, Captain Lindsay. Get your hands out of my pants right now. I will rip them off. 
Oh, God. Nanny! Nanny! Turn it off! Turn it off! What am I holding? My... Get your hands out of my pants now! Oh, my God. I don't... Insults of this Never speaking of it again. Oh, God. Hang on, Mike. You're not as bad as I was when I took on Treves. And you called me a fool for taking on an insane Dylorth single handed. Uh. Bloody beef eater. Almost got yourself killed. I think you're a bad influence on me. Amen to that. You alright, Amara? Uh, more than mostly dead, Captain. But nothing a good feed won't fix. <sighs> All right, eat up. But don't take enough to knock me out or weaken me so that I can't put things back in order. I'll have some animals brought to you in Medbay. <sighs> Thank you, Captain. All right there, Commander? No thanks to you, Assassin. Ah, oh, you drained me half to death. Oh, only a quarter. And there wasn't much choice about it. Augustine and almost killed me. And that is saying something. <sighs> I'm not as well fed now as when we went against Gervais. No convenient terrorists to eat up with the Colonel's special sauce. Well, now you owe me your life too. You can argue about who owes who later. Right now, you both are going to Medbay. Gaia, call up the separation and reassemble. As soon as there are medics aboard, have them report to Medbay. I'm going to teleport these two directly there. Of course, Captain. Lieutenant Commanders Anthaxis and Casanova are at a safe distance from the ship. I think they're mating again. Gaia, after today, I have a feeling they're going to call you the love boat. next time on Gaia's Voyages. A visit to Mycroft in Medbay gives Elizabeth an incredible shock. I... what? Oh, no! Elizabeth and Gabriel meet Davis Eldenbridge, head of DME on Devaradu. I must thank you for coming all the way out here to meet with me, Captain. I hear things have been, shall we say, eventful on Gaia since you took command. You could say that. A rogue supernova getting dumped in the middle of nowhere, Thylora deciding to go nuclear at the drop of the hat, and, well, it hasn't been a calm tenure. And the Black Ops team gears up for their newest mission. You're late, Wildfire. Hope you're not losing your touch. You try going anywhere in Davaradu when you are one of Elden Bridge's newest VIPs. Everyone knows about the conference and who I am. Oh, but I must be losing his grip to assign us this mission right now. It's probably his revenge for you not letting him put ice here under a microscope. I'm nobody's lab rat. Least of all his. You better change, Wildfire. Nightclub wear is not exactly assassin chic. 
Sorry, Lizabelle, but there's no way you're leaving me behind. Not now, not ever. I'm not a secret agent for nothing. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Gaia's Voyages, only at www.brokensea.com. I know it hurts, but I did warn you about throwing my newspaper into the castle moat. Uh... Oh. Greetings, minions. Dr. Despicable here. You know, so many people complain about the state of horror in science fiction films, but no one does anything about it. Until now. <laughs> Each installment I compare two films, and thanks to an unspecified number of temporal experiments that have irreparably damaged the space-time continuum, I host two people or culprits, involved with the films in question. Each guest is placed in his very own soundproof booth of doom. The guest whose film I find superior will be safely returned to his or her time stream after a harmless but thorough memory flossing, while the participant whose film falls short in my estimation suffers a fiendish fate dictated by my soon-to-be-patented wheel of misfortune. And only one, if any, of my guests will ever leave Castle Despicable alive. So join me for Dr. Despicable's Chamber of Cinema at www.chamberofcinema.com. Get a cinematic education, let me save you the trouble of seeing some real dreck, and start getting used to me bossing you around when I take over the world. I have pie! We are dead, the world is broken, this ground is no longer hallowed. This is a place where only the undead live, and we are its ghosts. Walk out of shadow, walk into fire, cast yourself into the caldera. The sky is dark, the mist whispers your name. This is where angels come to die. The book has been written, the words cannot be unspoken. You will hear them. You will hear them. The fifth annual Broken Sea Audio Productions Halloween season. Coming soon to BrokenSea.com. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 12, A Fine Line Between Lovey Wovey and Hady Wady, Part 2. Featuring the voice talents of Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe, David Alt as Commander Mycroft Beckert, Mark Kalita as Armorock, Colsign Ice, Philip Weber as Gabriel Gideon, Stevie K. Farnaby as Amazo, Abner Cenaris as Lieutenant Andre Anjou, Christina Boyd as Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zanthaxis and Lieutenant McCall. Bruce Busby as Lieutenant Borask. 
Scott Vinicombe as Giacomo Casanova, Melissa Mippa Johnson as Gaia, David Alexander McDonald as Admiral Reinscott, Anthony Pizzelli as Zeet, and Natasha Damroth as Natty. Gaia's Voyages is cast, directed, produced, and engineered by Elaine V. Barrett. This episode was written by Elaine V. Barrett, Renee Christine Jones, and Natasha Damroth. Original Gaia's Voyages main title music by Sam Haft. Additional music by Celestial Eon Project at www.mixeri.net slash essence, Cantiga at cantigamusic.com, and Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Full details of the music used in this episode can be found at brokensea.com slash Gaia. This series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation, animal welfare, or disaster relief efforts around the world. Together, we can make a difference. This episode is dedicated to the victims and survivors of 9-11, their families, and the firefighters, police officers, and rescue workers at Ground Zero. For more behind-the-scenes information on Gaia's Voyages, as well as other audio drama offerings, visit us on the web at BrokenSea.com. Thanks for listening. I was not on planet, you idiot! They found out you were Vinjari, and I was ordered back to Earth to execute you! I know you were the last, but then that stupid train is coming back again, so I have to cut it! Commander, the captain wants you to report to the training room immediately. Lieutenant Commander Zenthaxis has fallen off the rocker and is turning our rock into a fruit fry like a bug running into one of those bug zapper things I read about in the library. The radiation level is extremely dangerous. I tried putting up force fields to container, but she's destroyed the emitters. Casanova's on his way as the captain and Lieutenant Borzak. Boras, sorry. I tried putting up force fields to container, but she's destroyed the emitters. Casanova's on his way, as is the captain and Lieutenant Borsak. Borask. Borask! Casanova's on his way, as is the captain and Lieutenant Borask with a security team. Oh. Oi, vey. What is. Oi. By all the nuts and bolts of the great mechanoid creator of above, what are you two doing up there? Oi. You two nuts are restricted. Ay, vey! Where's the captain? Hey, there is the captain, huh? What? Okay, this is testimony that throwing every freaking little insult at Arm Rock she can possibly come up with, so I gotta get to have fun and insult Mac. Yay! Just kidding, Mac. <laughs> you disgusting piece of mold slime not fit to sit in between the toes of a bogwort! You disgusting dog-faced pus-filled ass of a human being that doesn't even deserve to be thrown into a black hole! I trusted you! You were my general! I lived for you! I would have died for you! You betrayed me! You lied to me! You slept with me in bed! Those are the best moments of my life and you ruined them in one single instance! 
I would throw you into the deepest, darkest black hole of the galaxy and watch you rot for eternity in your own pus and filth and shit. You fucking asshole, I want to throw you into the next galaxy and watch you burn. This is your captain speaking. This is simply a notice to inform you that while last time when I was recording lines for Gaia's Voyages episode 11, I had my cat Tigger licking his balls and chewing on his ass. Well, it seems this time the dog is chewing on her ass and I have trains going by. Oh, the joys of recording Gaia's Voyages. Thank you for listening. You may now go back to your regularly scheduled audio drama. Thank you.